You can do it. Yes, you can. I'm free through it. Help me understand your trouble, your struggle. I'll build you up. I'm free through it. You're my buttercup. Yeah. Lyrics. Welcome. To you can do it with Brie Pruitt, the weekly pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. I am Brie Pruitt. Thank you for joining me. I am coming to you live from Portland, Oregon, a.k.a. the traditional lands of the Cowlitz and the Clackamas people. Special mobile edition from my Toyota Prius. I am staying with my sister and everyone is asleep and I feel bad, so I'm in my car. I am loving it, frankly. It's cozy. It might sound a little different. That's okay. You know, the the core, 2020. I'm, I'm here to say, um, you know, I hope everybody's continuing um, to, like, lean into this beautiful moment. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for Elijah McClain. Uh, keep pushing. I say you've got some elections coming up. Pay attention. Um, I, myself personally, paying attention to uh, North Carolina. Is it North or South Carolina? Your boy Lindsey Cram. He got to go. And uh, Jamal Bowman is running against him. Jamal Bowman rules. Um, you know, pay attention to, you know, what's going on near you. Kentucky, we couldn't fucking get Jamie Booker, the primary in Kentucky. Okay, these are all little local elections that I have sparked, you know, fight, you know, figure out little little pockets that interest you. My pockets are like unseating old white evils. <laughs> like Mitch McConnell, he's very bad. Okay, moving on. Uh keep pushing. Uh what's going on? 4th of July just happened. Does everyone feel different? Did you do okay with the boom booms? We love we love our boom booms and they go on so so long if you live in Los Angeles. Um, purify your lungs, okay? It's time to buy a plant and put it in your house or get a Dyson air purifier and put it in your house because there's carbon floating in the air for, and it's paper and it's ashes. It's like fire season. So, or stay indoors. Just stay indoors. That's fine. Don't let your dogs out. Woof, 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 woof. Am I high? Yeah, a little. I mean, <laughs> God, hey. Um, <laughs> I'm... I hope everybody had a safe uh, 4th of July. I hope everybody also was like I I, b- I believe this was the mo- the the vibe and the and the mood which w- <laughs> did you guys hear me combine vibe and mood? Get it together through it. Okay. Um the vibe was like, "Oh, America, mm, yes, we are reexamining. Maybe we don't have as big of a party." But so I think like the the in in if if you had ins- if you experienced insanity of fireworks, um like I did, I think it's just a kind of an acting up, acting out moment and a quarantine moment. So (laughs) I'm sure everyone felt a little chaotic. I feel like the energy was a little chaotic, but hopefully ultimately healing. I believe this, um, things are moving in society and things are moving within our own selves, probably astrologically. And once again, this is not an astrology podcast. Can't overstate that enough. I do not know that much about astrology. I just know when things are in the air, folks. Witchcraft. Um, COVID still a thing. It's still fully a thing. And please be careful, you beloved angels. Please do not 
you know, endanger yourselves or each other. Um, I find that my nerves are so shot and I'm the kind of, I'm a critical thinking gal. Okay. When you're, when you're, when you're right wing QAnons call me a sheep, I say, Hey, now not me. I might be a bleeding heart lib, but I'm no sheep. I read, I read stuff. If there's something that I feel like, you know, I, I, I do kind of have that one mentality that, that these flat earther nutsos have, which is, I don't like to be a chump. You know, I, I get the girl who goes to the city hall meeting and is like, <laughs> you know, Hillary Clinton should be in jail and I'm not wearing a mask. And you're like, um, <laughs> please watch that whole thing. Damn. I wish I knew. I remembered what it was. I believe it was the Ventura County. Um, it was like public comment and some wo- woman just goes all the way off on, and it's like on. She's like very like, um, poised and like she's rehearsed it and also there's a um a gentleman on instagram who lip syncs to her rant and that's also very good a lip syncs to spoken word um iconic moments are a very important um category of culture shout out bow and yang and this kid whose name i can't remember okay um yeah, so basically COVID is still a thing. Please, please be gentle with yourselves. I don't like to be a chump. So I, I read stuff and what I'm reading is, um, yeah, still very much a thing. Um, I, I, saw a, I saw a right-wing person or what I assume is like a conservative person who believes they're being oppressed by acknowledging public health. Um, when they posted an infographic that was like, I'm sick of all this fear-mongering. Look at this graph. This is the real graph. And it's like, this is nothing to be ashamed of and it, or scared of. And it's like a graph that's like, in March, this was like 3% deadly. And now it's 5% deadly in the United States. And in March, it was like, I mean, it was pretty wild, actually, because like, of Europe. Um, like, Italy, it's like 15% deadly now. But it was like 5% deadly in March. You know, basically, I think it's like the curve stuff. Anyway, anyway. What I was thinking to myself is like, fucking 5%, that's terrifying. <laughs> like, that's a lot of risk, you dumb fuck. And it all, it really is all about uh, weighing risks, in my opinion. So I'll just, um, you know, shout out um, harm reduction. So, like, check out harm reduction, figure out ways that you can minimize risk. You know, it's a numbers game. I mean, it's, you know, that's um, that's how health works, I, I, I've, I've been told. So... COVID, I, you are my beloved um, listeners. You're good and gentle people. Thank you for listening, and take take care. Um, if, if, this is not an astrology podcast, but it it was a major energy shift on July 4th, so please take care of yourselves and your loved ones. Take it easy on yourselves. Okay, um, so what has been going on? Well, you know, more, more racial justice stuff, more politics stuff, more energy stuff, but also... I have been hanging out with my sister all just taking care of an infant and a toddler and I work at my job and it's very fun. Um, Part of taking care of an infant is you just basically feed them and they sleep. So you watch a lot of TV. So we're watching, we are crushing episodes of 90 Day Fiance. I have destroyed the documentary on Netflix about um, trans, uh, it's about trans women. It's called Disclosure. Dang, that was good. Y'all, watch that fucking Disclosure documentary because um, it is 
like you i i consider myself 100 percent intersectional femme i like uh feminist <laughs> not not fem f-e-m-m-e uh but f-e-m uh short for feminist and um I believe trans women are women and like, let's protect them. They're very vulnerable. But then you watch this documentary that's all very thoughtful and you're like, whoa, transphobia goes farther than I thought and you should watch it. Um, yeah, it's good. Okay, next, Mrs. Doubtfire. Heard of it? Yep. <laughs> that is a fully transphobic movie that I watched in the same, you guys, it's fucked up. And then I also started watching some Turkish romantic comedies. And there's a lot of homophobia and transphobia there too. It's truly everywhere in culture. And it's horrifying for trans women, of course. Like, I don't... I believe that this, like... This transphobia breeds hate and it puts people in danger. Um, and also, like, let's look at it. Let's deal with it. This is all part of this great reckoning moment. This movement, you know, it's pushing me toward understanding this. So, um, disclosure, uh, don't do recommend Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, it's layered. It's complicated. The transphobia parts are not important to Mrs. Doubtfire. And, um, it's, it's really just like a very small scene. And actually, I don't know how people really feel about it, but, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Another thing I'm watching is I May Destroy You. Um, you know, it's on HBO, and it is uh, Michaela Cole from Chewing Gum Fame, honey, British, ever heard of it? Um, it's incredible. It's it's very... Um, if you want to understand some, like, female trauma stuff without going through it, um, like, very, mm, hard vouch. So, Michaela Cole... Um, also there was a great write-up about her in Vulture um I'm just suggesting some things for distraction purposes to take care of your own selves um we we must we must take care of our own selves okay that's the current events I am not leaving the house I I still fear COVID um people have been out in droves in Portland Oregon I stay at the house I went to Target for a curbside pickup one time one time I went for a curbside pickup I'll tell you what that Target was crawling with people Oregon Portland you gotta close the fuck down I am worried I mean I, I trust our local businesses to like handle their shit like I think Portland is like a glorious a glorious hive of small businesses and you know I think as long as people mind their fucking P's and Q's um my mother runs a hair salon she's got that shit locked down she's like Clorox wipes all the time one person one at a time mask up mask up she has mask tape for um like people who are cutting their sideburns so they keep their mask on during the whole haircut she's not playing with you guys so um I I just I just you know, shop small because, um, you know, I think there's, there's less chance of hordes of people that being there. Um, yeah, so that's my life. Um, so we're going to do, I, I always start the show with a rant and a pep talk for balance. Guys gotta have balance that yin and yang baby. But I am starting today with a mini, a mini rant. Okay. It's not a full rant. It's a mini rant. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I gotta just, I gotta just, you know, lay it down, which is that, like, I, um, 
I do smoke pot. Okay. I'm, I'm, I smoke a little bit of pot usually before I record these because, you know, I'm trying to get that chill vibe to you over the airwaves that THC. I want it, I want it just, I want that gummy shit just like, you know, reaching into your, into your ears and brains and just like mellowing you out, man. Um, so, you know, I, you got the dulcet tones, um, coming from your girl and <laughs> because I smoke pot and the, the problem is that I smoke pot and then I c- cough a little and then I think I have COVID. Okay. And then the existential dread kicks in. Because I think about COVID, I start looking at statistics. I start looking at make sure ICU beds are available. Um, you know, I write down, yes, please do intubate me on just a piece of paper. And I like put it in my wallet. And then just like the existential dread kicks in. And I'm like, holy shit, the economy, will it recover? You know, like so much stuff. And then I start looking at Twitter just to get some info. That's where I go. I just like get the news. I just like check out Twitter for like four or five hours, you know, just get the information. That really stressed me out. I got the jaw clenched, hard, tight. Then I smoke pot. It's great. I smoke pot. I just smoke pot and I smoke a joint and it's great and I feel great. And then, uh, uh, oh, I think I have COVID again. A vicious circle, a snake eating its tail and choking and eating itself. It's a chicken egg scenario. Um, it's really, this is my rant. It is not fair. That pot smoking makes me think I have COVID that sends me into an existential dread that makes me go to Twitter to like think out the dread and then I smoke more pot because it stresses me out. Ugh, wow. What a conundrum. Um, I am fine, actually. I'm just, it's annoying. I'm, you guys hear me? I'm a little hoarse right now. I drank um, uh, a uh, off-brand Pamplemousse um, LaCroix in the car. Life is good. Life is good. Um, okay, so my mini pep talk is next. It's just a mini pep talk because the, later there's going to be a longer pep. This is just a mini pep talk to go with my mini rant. Okay, um, the mini pep talk is this. Bree, um, you for you didn't have your shit together this week. You didn't book any guests. And um, that's, I'm feeling, you know, like I let you down, my good and gentle listeners. Um, I did not, ha- my sound editing was a little behind. Um, I am not, um, you know, and I just, I've, I don't have a little um, guest, a little fabulous guest. I have some great guests lined up in the future. I'm very excited. Um, I didn't, I was not able to get a guest on this podcast this week. And guess what? Here's the pep talk. It's for me. It's for Brie Pruitt. It's a personal pep talk. And guess what? It's okay that I don't have any guests on this week. I was telling, I was telling my brother-in-law, he's Turkish. I'm going to do a little impression of him because I think it's okay to do um, impressions of people who are white. Um, and he says, <laughs> I said, oh, I don't have any guests on the podcast this week. I feel bad. And he goes, oh, who cares if you don't have, <laughs> it's not a, <laughs> it's not a flattering impression. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> He's Turkish. Nobody knows what that sounds like, I think. That's the problem. It's Greekish is what I would call it. Greekish. Okay, so he says, who cares? It's your podcast. You do whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, oh, yeah. So that's okay. It's okay that I don't have any guests. You guys get it. It's This is wild times. You were there on 4th of July. Wild. Boom, booms. Um, to, currently, now, I am in my car. There might be some boom booms. We might get some boom booms. We love it. We love a boom boom. Okay, that's the mini pep talk. It was very short. Now, 
I'm going to move into the real pep talk because the real, <laughs> the real problem that I'm encountering here and I am, uh, you know, I'm, I'm speaking this truth because I, I want to reach people who may also be having this struggle, which is sort of the whole reason I do this podcast. Um, the real pep talk that I need is that I am having absolutely in, in quarantine and sort of just also in this racial justice moment, this great reckoning where we really are being asked to think about every single social construct that we encounter and decide if it is good or necessary or something we want. And all of that shit makes me uh, lessen my existing connection to time and space. So <laughs> my, okay, that's the struggle. It's very, not short. Um, I would be frustrated with my guest if they gave me such a long answer. No, I wouldn't. I'm fine with that. But it's, it's, it's complicated. Yeah, I basically don't feel like I have a strong connection to the passage of time right now. And I, I do believe that time is relative. That's something I've always believed, right? You're a little kid. It's summertime. The days drag on. You you think of new incredible ways to use a slip and slide. Like, it, like days are crazy long. You have cereal. You have a second bowl of cereal. Watch this cartoon show, that cartoon show. And like suddenly your whole morning is like a week and a half. And like, you know what I mean? Like there's just so much to do and you're doing so much when you're young. And now days are whipping by may what even was that it's july you know so i feel so detached and now that i feel like yeah things are opening back up and some some of the the folks i work with in the entertainment business are going right back to work and um it's mostly zoom stuff but i'll tell you what how do i miss meetings in quarantine i'm at fucking home but i'm not paying close attention so I really am feeling shitty about not participating in this structure. That's that's the problem right there. That's the struggle, baby. So now I, Brie Pruitt, am going to address myself. And I'm going to say, Brie Pruitt, I'm sorry. This, or no, I don't say I'm sorry. I <laughs> fucked it up. Brie Pruitt, I'm sorry. Nope, that's not what I say. I say, do you see how hard it is not to say I'm sorry? Are you kidding me right now? This is the energy I'm bringing into that post-July 4th. No more I'm sorry's. Um, Brie Pruitt, it sucks that this is your struggle. It does suck. It sucks that time is not cooperating with me. Um, <clears throat> and I hate that this is your struggle. Yeah, I do hate that this is your struggle. Um, you... Um, it makes sense because in quarantine, your schedule is different and you like don't have as many significant things. I think if if more things were happening um, in the pacing that it used to, you know, in my previous life before core, I would have like maybe a show a week and have a different show um, or that I was working on like a piece of writing and I would have a, a meet up with someone working on a project and that's kind of how my time would get parsed out. And now, um, yeah, it's it's very weird. So I think, um, so now is the part of the pep talk where I get my, well, I first I talk about the systems. And well, the system is that some person <laughs> decided that time was a thing. 
I'm sure there was like a group of people who had to vote on it too. And that's the system. That's the man. That's big clock trying to keep us down. Um, at this point in my life, I 100% trust technology to tell me what time it is, what day it is. And frankly, the robots could be lying to me if other things were not verifying it. But um, that's how insignificant time is to me. It's just something I see on a clock and don't really experience anymore. I don't know what has happened. I could, I can party at like 2 p.m. or 6 a.m. I'm, I do not give a fuck about time. Um, and I'm late all the time and I miss stuff just recklessly. And it's not because, and here's this big piece, which is that I don't want to disrespect people. And it's not about that. And I, I hope that they believe me. Um, there is a RuPaul say no more. There is uh, this masterclass thing, this adult learning thing. You probably have had targeted ads about it. Um, it's where like Gordon Ramsay and like more intellectual people than that um, teach things um, like by subject by subject. There's a horticulture one. There's a, like directing. There's comedy. Steve Martin has a comedy one. And RuPaul has one that's like about like presentation and like kind of personal achievement. And RuPaul says, um, RuPaul says that they used to be late all the time. RuPaul was always late. And RuPaul would be driving and stressed and like, oh, I'm never going to make it in time. I'm like, oh my God, losing their mind speeding. And that is totally me. I totally do that. And RuPaul says that one day they realized that that they were totally addicted to the stress of being like late and forgetful and I was like oh thank you RuPaul for sharing your experience I am also late all the time but it is not that I am addicted to the stress of driving across town at rush hour with 15 minutes left you know to get to make an audition this is not the life that I want I you know I just am this, ah, it's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing that I feel stuck on. So resources, that's the next part of the pep talk, right? I can't even remember how they used to go. Okay, you, yes. Number three is, you figure out resources. So I, um, so I am going to, deepen my relationship with Google calendars and the um, accompanying apps. Also, I'm going to open the floor to anyone who has any recommendation of apps to keep me organized. It's like I need apps to communicate with my Google calendar and my phone and like maybe I just need to up my reminder game. Um, if anybody has any tips, please let me know. I think I also am just going to like Sunday night set up for the week I'll it'll be like okay what do I need to have my you know on my cal on my radar this week and just break it down in smaller fractions of time because Sunday always has a vibe you know that's what I need to do less about time which is a social construct and we're over social constructs like the police and like um you know 
electoral college and stuff, we're like re-examining them and time. I've got my eye on you, honey. <laughs> I do not like you, time. So I am going to be just like focusing on energy and putting like important time sensitive things um, on a super calendar to tell me when to do them. I have no problem being bossed around by robots. I'll tell you what, a lot of these like, I mean, it's sort of right wing, but it's also kind of like just the super nerd elite um, will, you know, um, be like, oh, robot uprising, like everybody's being controlled. And it's like, you know what? I'm controlled by a lot of things. Why not robots? They seem, you know, like mostly good. You know, not in movies, but... So, I don't know. Have at it, robots. Manipulate me all you'd like. I don't care. (laughs) Take me, robot daddy. Okay, that was... um, Oh, that was the that was the next part. Um, the you know of the, of the pep talk, I had to name some resources. I actually don't really have that locked in. So if anybody can offer some resources, that would be amazing. The next part is to just um put some motherfucking magic on it. You know, I just gotta say it. Okay, so what I see for myself. Okay, wait, this is fun. So one thing I keep seeing is like a paper journal, and and my friend Sarjun, um, past guest also told me to get a paper journal. So maybe I need to get a paper journal. It, I have to tell you, I do write stuff down for this show. You should see my notes. They are absolutely insane. And they are not linear because I fucking hate numbers that go forward and time. Um, so my notes are nutty nutty, but maybe I could start getting into a, a written note. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a really fancy kind of journal-looking um, thing. I, I see, like, a, a yellow hardcover book. Okay, maybe I get something cute, and then I'm more inclined to, like, write down dates in it. And maybe it's, like, just dates, and it's kind of small, and it's just dates. Because that's a problem as a comedian. You get a notebook, and you just fill it up with all kinds of dumb shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to a page right now and pick an idea to talk about. Um, let's see. Okay, well, I, it's, it wasn't good, so <laughs> it fucking ruined my my theory. It's very, I, I fill all notebooks with um, dumb ideas. They're all Twitter drafts. So it'll be good. I'll have a book, and it'll just be for calendar dates, and it'll be very cute and, like, yellow, and I'll put it on, um, like, my desk, and it will be good. Okay. <sighs> oh, I feel so much better. Wow, a professional pep talk for me. Very fruit. Um, I hope that that was helpful to anyone who is also feeling detached. It's, uh, it's, it's real weird. It's a real weird time. So always, as always, we're cutting ourselves slack. Okay. The rant for balance, the big rant. I did a mini rant, but now I'm going to do the big rant. The big rant is about 90 day fiance. What's 90 day fiance. It's a television show where people meet and fall in love with a person from a different country. They want to lock that person down so that that person comes to the United States but they only have 90 days before the marriage is like confirmed so they are like trying it out that's kind of the concept but actually this show is where the American person goes to a foreign country and gets residency there 
it's like kind of the perfect show to watch Fourth of July weekend right now because it's like, ugh, I got to get out of here. I'll be honest with you. I Canadian dudes need to take advantage of this moment. Um, reach out to shoot your shot with some American women. You know, like we need out. Um, we may, you know, hit them with the hello, dear. Um, the, yeah, the 90 day fiance, it's, it's really fucked up. So my, my major problem with 90 day fiance is, is not the, well, it is the fetishization, um, of many like different foreign people. Um, like many different problematic things are happening, obviously, but, um, you know, for the most part, like I, the, the season that I'm watching, it's like. Karini Paul, um, Sumit Jenny, um, Aladdin. Um, it's very good. There is Devin and um, Tejan. It's all very good. Um, but what's so crazy to me is when these American people go to this foreign fucking country, they see their fiance, and they all say, gosh, it's really different here. I... I didn't know it was going to be so different in this totally different culture and country. You fucking idiot. What what did you think? You dummy. He's like, oh, man. Food is, like, really different here. Like, <laughs> I didn't know it would be so hard for me to get a job in Brazil when I don't speak the language. It's, it seems weird. Nobody speaks English here. This motherfucker actually said that because he's from Kentucky. I think he's from Tennessee. And he said, uh, nobody speaks English here. Yeah, you're in fucking Brazil, you idiot. Um, 90 Day Fiance is, it sounds bad. I'm making it sound bad. It is bad. Um, but yeah, they are wild. I'll tell you a story about me and my, and my, um, my adaptability to foreign cultures. Your girl used to date a French man. Yes, French. All French. And he was from France. And, um, you know, I wasn't surprised when he, you know, smoked cigarettes and drank red wine around me all the time. I wasn't surprised, you know. I'm like, I'm not going to be disturbed by French culture. That's French culture. When he gave me pate and it was disgusting, I was like, what did I expect? French culture. Francophilia. This is all very silly, but that's all true. It was gross. I do not like pate. Um, also, yeah, I still fully think you can make friend of any um, foreign whites that you want. Sorry, France. <laughs> you probably aren't listening, France. I did do a breakdown. I do shout out. I do have some Turkish um, friends in Turkey listening. I do have some friends in Australia listening. Um bless up Germany I saw Germany on the on the map the download map bless up that is the rant that is the pod S keeping it sexy and slim and solo this week um and I do um I did pull a tarot card this is not an astrology podcast it's not really a tarot podcast either but I do know more about tarot than I know about astrology I pulled, you know, it's so funny. I pulled the emperor reversed for my own self when I was um, getting ready. And, and the emperor was like, get organized. What do you want to lead? What kind of city are you the emperor of? And I was like, okay. And it got me ready for the podcast. And then I pulled 
for you, my good and gentle listeners, I always ask, I say, tarot cards, what do my good and gentle listeners, what can I offer them? And the tarot card said Empress. And Empress is a beautiful card. It's like this goddess woman. And she's like got this like cloak over her. And it's very grand. And she's wearing just like a flower crown. And there's two naked children at her feet. It's not weird. They're very cherubic children. Um, so Empress rules. There's flowers everywhere. It's really cute. Um, Empress energy means it's like fertility, you know, the seeds have been planted. I think that's what the whole deal is. Um, July 4th, some, some wacko, um, astrology energy kind of wrapped up and it's not going to be wacko anymore. That's the message. It's like you planted the seeds, you know, we're deconstructing shit, bad shit, ugly ass shit. And now I have to tell you that now you can just Breathe and grow and water, tend to your goddamn crops, breathe and chill for a hot second, okay? And we're going to be okay. Um, and, and actually, we're going to thrive. You know, the garden beds are ready. The seeds are planted, honey. We're just waiting for, um, for, the, for the good stuff to grow. So um, I appreciate you. I, oh yeah, this was great. When I was looking up the Empress... Um, the phrase that popped up is, this is the end of the road. And I said, oh, baby, you know what? It is the end of the road because I am about to end this podcast like every episode of You Can Do It With Free Pruitt. Um, and that is by singing the very last part of End of the Road by Boys to Men. I want to thank you for being in community with me. And I will see you next week with an actual podcast guest. And I will be back in Los Angeles. And thank you for um, being here. And now, to end the podcast. And so we've come to the end of the road. And I can't let go. It's so natural. You belong to me. I belong to you. <laughs>